Well, this is quite a surprise. I guess you wasn't planning on seeing me here uh, at this moment, but the kids are actually taking a break from their play right now. This is our Christmas uh, kids play. And so, surprise, surprise, here's the pastor. You're saying, why is he going to preach? I thought the kids were doing the message today. They are, they are, they are. This is called the Christmas message, and it's becoming very clear what's going on here in their play. But, you know, surprises are fun. Well, at least most of the time. They are fun. I, recently, I had a surprise given to me. I actually ended up uh, a month or so ago, got a new tooth coming in. So I actually can identify with many of the children here who are actually teething. And that is, I uh, started the process of teething in the back of my uh, mouth there and uh, actually ended up getting a new tooth in. It was actually a piece of a wisdom tooth. I don't know what that means, that I only have a piece. I don't have any other wisdom teeth, but only this little small piece of a wisdom tooth. But it actually came in back here in the back, and uh, I felt the pain of that, and my tongue you know, wouldn't leave it alone, and finally went to the dentist uh, recently, and he said, it's no big deal. You know, uh, It's just a piece of a wisdom tooth. It's not going to do anything, not big enough to do anything else to my other teeth. And so here I was with, uh, with a new tooth, and it was quite a surprise. You know, sometimes we uh, get surprised and it's a good thing. Sometimes we get surprised and it's a bad thing. And other times it's just simply boring or unnecessary or uneventful. And I got to wondering, what kind of surprise is Jesus? During this Advent season, during this Christmas season, what kind of surprise is Jesus to us? How do we respond to the surprise of God becoming a baby. I mean, after all, it should surprise us. (laughs) Uh, That is a surprising statement. Uh, Jesus' coming was definitely a surprise. It was not something that could have been uh, thought up by us. This This is something that's so far different from the other religions of the whole world, where in the other religions... We are seeking to become God or become like God, whereas in Christianity, God is becoming like us. That's unheard of. What a surprise. What good news that He would come after us. But what is our response to that uh, surprise? What is our response to that good news? Are we unenthused by His coming? Are we, God forbid, bored with His salvific plan for us? These are questions I began to ask myself. Is there just simply no room for Him in our end? Will we too, like those first people to engage the baby Jesus, will we turn Him away? You know, the kids have been doing a good job this morning of bringing to us a message about His coming. What happened that night? How crazy that is that that these events came down to us to Bethlehem is Jesus just a pointless tooth in our head is he unnecessary to our life or is he just something to be simply added to our life no Jesus is life And if we are to live abundantly in this life, if we are to be happy, if we are to be at peace with both God, man, and ourself, 
we must know peace Himself. We must have life Himself in us. That surprise must make us worship. It must lead us to worship. Just as those first shepherds who were to arrive, you know, unrespectable people of their time, and yet God comes to the unrespected, the forgotten, those who are not elite. And God comes to the elite. And He comes to the middle class, thankfully. You know, better yet, what have we done with Jesus? Have we disregarded the announcements that have been made? Again, the kids have been announcing this morning that Jesus has come. What do we do with that announcement? Have you come to worship the newborn king? Or is he forgotten in your own life? What is the proper response to this surprise from God that he has pulled on us? It's to receive him. It is to accept his life. Not just adding, but making him our life. He is life. We must be centered on the one who created us. He must be at the fore of our life. Everything else is ancillary. Necessary? Yes, but not the main thing. He, Jesus, is the main thing. He is what supports all of the different parts. He is the center, the glue that supports the whole. So where is the center of our life? It must be that baby. It must be God's surprise. It must be God's salvation. That baby grew into a man, and that man had you and me on his mind and heart when he went to the cross. The shadow of the cross fell over his life from the very beginning. He purposefully went to the cross, obediently went to the cross. And that man wasn't just a man, but instead the God-man. Death could not defeat him. And he rose again for us and for our salvation. The one and only begotten of the Father, Father, full of grace and truth. Death could not destroy him. And on the third day he rose again for all eternity to reign as the true king. Our brother, our advocate, he's our mediator, the one and only, our Savior. He's God's surprise. What is your response to God's surprise? It ought to be faith. It ought to be trust. It ought to be love and obedience. And when you put your trust in God, in Jesus, He will bring peace to your life. Do you believe that? You should. You can today. Believe it. Amen.